Welcome back to another episode of Sports with Sailor, where we talk all things sports from high school, college, into the professional level. I hope you enjoy. The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The gear shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just a place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some hood brand and merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cuffs. They even have hood brand and blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The Gear Shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The Gear Shop has your back. Need a last-minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is that the Hood College Gear Shop has you covered for all your gift, school, snack, and blazer-branded clothing needs. So the next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Jacob Saylor, and the name of this podcast, Sports with Saylor, and receive 10% off your purchase of any Hood-branded merch. But first, listen to the show. Welcome to another episode of sports with sailor we have so much news to talk about we will kick it off starting with the draft which we touched on a little bit last week but the draft has now concluded lasting this past thursday to saturday all seven rounds the carolina panthers selected bryce young quarterback out of alabama first overall which was pretty much expected Houston Texans then went at the second pick and picked C.J. Stroud, quarterback out of Ohio State, which was also expected. But then the Texans traded up and got pick number three. So they got picks two and three in this draft. And with their third pick, they selected an outside linebacker from Alabama, Will Anderson Jr., which was kind of a shock to some people. And then another shock at four, the Colts, Indianapolis Colts, you figured they were going to take a, a quarterback here. Many thought it might be Will Levis, but they ended up taking Anthony Richardson out of Florida. So that was kind of kind of big. And then the Seahawks, Cardinals, the Las Vegas Raiders went picks five, six, seven. And then another with some big names. And then the Falcons at 8 took B. John Robinson, the first running back off the board out of Texas. And then I think one of the biggest steals from the first round is the Eagles got Jalen Carter out of Georgia. He was he was projected to be a top 5 pick. There came out to be some like legal trouble with him. He got some misdemeanors, and his draft stock fell a little bit. But the Eagles making it to the Super Bowl and then picking up a guy like that on defense is just a huge pickup for them. Also worth noting in this first round, guys from Frederick, Maryland, right here around Hood College, you had Jordan Addison who went to college at Pitt and then transferred to USC. He ended up getting drafted at 24 by the Minnesota Vikings. So hometown guy getting drafted in the first round is is pretty big for the area out of Tuscola High School. 
and him next to the deep wide receiving core that the Vikings already have should be really fun to watch. And also to go to go along with him, Brian Brzee, who is a defensive tackle out of Clemson, after playing high school ball in Urbana and then transferring to Damascus. So he's an Urbana guy, which is here in Frederick, Maryland. He went at thirty to the to the Saints, which I mean that's pretty cool to have two guys from Frederick County go in the top in the in the first round. Other than that, the draft lasted six more rounds after the first round. Not really much to, to hit on here. Will Levis, the quarterback we talked about, ended up falling out of the first round, which was some pretty big news because according to analytics, he had less than a, a 0.1% chance of not going in the first round, and it ended up happening. He ended up going in the second pick in the second round to the Titans so that was some pretty big news other than that just your standard draft um, from rounds two to seven so, some big names coming off the board but kind of where you expected them to come off at no one really fell too far past where they were projected besides Will Levis my Baltimore Ravens for all my Ravens fans ended up taking Zay Flowers out of Boston College, which I think is a really good pick for the Ravens. They took him at 22, which was from pick 20 to 24, four straight wide receivers taking. So, I mean, we knew that there was going to be a lot of wide receivers taken, but to go back to back to back to back is just something you don't see that often in the draft. Moving on from the NFL, we have the NBA playoffs. Now, we talked about this before the playoffs started. I gave you my predictions on who I thought was going to win. But now we have some teams who have moved on to the second round. The only series that went on to Game 7 in the, the first round is the Golden State Warriors versus Sacramento Kings which we knew was going to be a fun series to watch. We touched on it in the last episode. This series is now tied at 3-3, three to three and they are currently playing Game 7 as recording this podcast. The Miami Heat are in the next round playing the New York Knicks. Miami does lead this series 1-0, but I think the Knicks will, the Knicks will probably win a game or two, but I think Miami comes out and wins this series then you have another eastern conference matchup you have the 70 the philadelphia 76ers against the boston celtics this is going to be a fun one you have two really good lineups here i think it's going to be it's going to go to probably six games it might go to seven these teams are very streaky they had the ups and downs, so whoever's playing the best basketball will win this series. I would personally take the Celtics here, but that's just me. Moving over to the the Western Conference, so those were your two Eastern Conference semifinals. Now for the Western Conference, you have Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns, which was my pick to win it all, and the Denver Nuggets. the The Denver Nuggets do already lead this series one to nothing. 
They won game one yesterday as recording this podcast. And so they have an early advantage, but I do think the Suns will will fight back and win this series. But the I mean these in my opinion are the two best teams in the West. Maybe even the two best teams left in the entire thing. So it kind of sucks that we have to see them play this early in the playoffs, but it makes for a great matchup early on in the NBA playoffs. But I do have the Suns winning that in six or seven games. Now the now the other Western Conference matchup is the Los Angeles Lakers, and they play the winner of the Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings, who are still in the first round. I think that the the Warriors take this game. They're currently down two in the second quarter. I think that Steph Curry and Klay Thompson in Game Seven. It's just they're gonna be playing it like it's Game Seven of the NBA championship. So, I have the Warriors winning this. We will see in two quarters if they ended up doing that. But the winner of that series does play the Los Angeles Lakers, which starts on Tuesday. Next up, we're going to move over to the NHL, which is also in the playoffs. I gave you my picks as I did for NBA last time, um, for the last episode of the podcast. You have two, two first rounds going to Game 7. The Florida Panthers and the Boston Bruins. And then the other one is the Seattle Kraken versus the Colorado Avalanche. Both of those tied up 3-3 going to Game 7, which is tonight as of recording this episode. And then on the East, you have another Game 7. So you have two of your Eastern Conference matchups going to Game 7 and one in the Western Conference going to Game 7. And that, the other game seven is the New York Rangers and the New Jersey Devils. So, uh, those are going to be fun games to watch. Those games are being played Monday, the first. I'm not sure who is going to win those. I'm not the biggest follower of hockey. I had my picks to win it all last episode. But we will have to see after these three game sevens get done, who will be left. The the Toronto Maple Leafs ended up winning the series 4-2 against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Then you had the Edmonton Oilers taking down the the Kings also 4-2 in their series. So the Oilers and the Maple Leafs are moving on to the next round. As well as the Hurricanes taking down the Islanders. And the Dallas Stars taking down the Minnesota Wild. So every series, this is pretty cool, every series of the first round either went 4-2, to two, so either went to Game 6 or it's going to Game 7, which I think is pretty wild as Game 4, Game 5, teams win it. In game four and game five a lot, but not this year. All first round games have gone to game six or game seven. Moving on, we will touch on baseball here. Baseball is now through the first month or so of their season. 
not much to really keep up with here. Still a long season, 162 games, so about 30 games in. You can't really, like, make too many predictions here. But if you, you look at the AL East, which is the Tampa Bay Rays, Baltimore Orioles, Toronto Blue Jays, New York Yankees, and Boston Red Sox, every single one of these teams is above 500, which is the only conference in, in, in the entire MLB that is like that. So that is the most competitive conference in the MLB. With the Tampa Bay Rays and the Orioles being the top two teams there. I'm hope, hoping the Baltimore Orioles got the young prospects. That's my team. Got a few Orioles fans out there. I think they might make a run this year. It's going to be tough because they play in the hardest division, which is where most of the games are being played. They got the Tampa Bay Rays in front of them, who've only lost five games all season. The Orioles are sitting at four games back. Which, I mean, anything can happen. It's hard to tell. So many games remain. I mean, they still have 130 games left. 135 games left, some teams. So, anything can really happen. It's who's playing the best baseball late. Obviously, it's early and this team's playing good baseball. Can they keep that going for the next three or four months leading into October when the playoffs start? Some teams that have really surprised me, both good and bad, the Pittsburgh Pirates sitting at 20-8. and eight. I don't think really anyone projected that one. They're, they're sitting in front of the Milwaukee Brewers, who are a great team. The Chicago Cubs, who are sitting at 14-13 and 13 at five and a half games back to the Pirates. I think the Pirates have come out hot. Can they keep doing it is a real question here. Another team that surprised me is the Arizona Diamondbacks which were one of the worst teams in baseball last year. They sit at first in the NL West, which is also a stacked a, a stacked division here. You got the Diamondbacks in first, Dodgers in second, Padres in third, Giants in fourth, and the Rockies in fifth. So, I mean, that conference is, or that division is, is stacked, but... Seeing the Diamondbacks on top is just crazy compared to where they were last year. Another team that really just is hard for me to like get a reading on is the Los Angeles Angels, being led by Shohei Otani, which we talked about in the first two episodes playing the World Baseball Classic, and Mike Trout. I mean, they're they're two. They might be one, two, best two players in the whole MLB. But they're at least top five. And their team is just 14 and 14. They're third place in the AL West. They're two and a half games back from the Rangers who are in first. But they just should be doing a lot better than 14 and 14 for who they have on their team. They are very top heavy with those two players. They... Those two players can play well, but obviously it's a team game. Nine guys up against nine guys. It's not just two guys versus two guys. It's nine on nine. So those other seven, they really need to have start clicking here soon or else they are not going to have a, a good season. It's going to be more like years in the past where they've been struggling. 
Next, we will touch on some soccer. I haven't hit on soccer on too many or in any podcast this year. But I do know I have some soccer fans out there, some Manchester United fans. They won. They won today, won nothing against Aston Villa. I have some Manchester City fans who won two to one versus Fulham. Liverpool takes down the Tottenham Hotspur, four to three. Good game. Tottenham has Harry Kane on it, one of the best soccer players ever. He ended up scoring a goal in the 39th minute, but just wasn't enough for Liverpool. Those were the games that were played today. But looking at the stats, you have Manchester City in first. Arsenal, my best friend, his favorite team is Arsenal. They're in second. Newcastle United third. Manchester United fourth. And Liverpool fifth. So round out the top five. And then your bottom five teams from 16 to 20 are the Leeds United. They sit in 16th. Nottingham, 4th, 17th. Leicester City, 18th. Everton, 19th. And Southampton, 20th. Southampton is not doing too good. That about wraps it up for the first soccer. Gave it a little soccer update. Now we're going to move into... Ending off the episode, as we always do, talking about Hood College Baseball. I am on the baseball team here. We just finished up our last series against Messiah last Wednesday and Thursday. We had a three-game series, one game Wednesday, two games Thursday. We had to have a sweep to make the playoffs. We, we ended up winning game one on Wednesday, the nine-inning single game at FCC on a walk-off single by Jack Patterson, which ended up scoring two runs to give us a win in the bottom of the ninth. So we moved in to, we moved on to Thursday with high hopes that we would take that momentum and, and win two more games to make the playoffs. But both these games are seven-inning games played, played up at Messiah University. The first game, we ended up losing. Tough, tough battle. Best pitcher on best pitcher. And we just came out. We didn't get the runs across when we needed. Had plenty of opportunities, but just struggled to get the runs across the plate. Ended up losing that game. And then went on to lose the third game, which would have been nice to win, but had really no meaning to it besides ending the season on a win. So for her college baseball, we are officially out. The season is over. The Mac Commonwealth playoffs start on Tuesday, but we will not be playing. But I will be keeping up with it and letting you all know who ends up winning. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Thank you for watching another episode of Sports with Sailor. Uh, hope to see you back for the next episode. Have a good day.